This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com as well as the Odyssey app. Let's talk about the futures market, though. So Let's do it. I got to say one thing. Today, I saw that Sham Sharania of The Athletic comes out, and you know when he sits in front of his green screen and combs that hair to the side, he has something important to say. Talks to Pat McAfee, comes on. Talks to Pat McAfee here and there. Ben Simmons is still targeting the regular season to come back, but he's running out of time. He's running out of time. So it's looking like he might get in shape in time for the postseason. He has started some light workouts and on-court activities, yeah. something that he did do when he originally came over. And then, of course, he had the back stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. My guy had to get an epidural shot. Apparently, he's got a baby coming on the way. Mm-hmm. So now he's trying to, you know, take care of that situation. But now I'm looking at the Nets. After they played against the Milwaukee Bucks, they have the firepower in Katie and Kyrie, but they need a lot more help. And if the Bucks could do that with Chris Middleton ejected in the second half of that game, it does kind of give me like a little look into Absolutely. the future of the Eastern Conference. We've said it before and we say it again, that the Bucks don't get enough respect. And right now at BetMGM, they have the third best odds. Well, now they're tied for the second best odds with the Nets. 6-1 to one to win, the, of course, the NBA Finals. The Suns are at the, the favorites, 3-1. to one. The Warriors still there, plus 750. Celtics, 9-1, to one, but that Robert Williams injury is something to discuss. Mm-hmm. And then some other notables. 76ers have dropped to 9-1. to one, Heat, 11-1. to one, And the Grizzlies still sitting there 16-1. to one. So, like, do you guys want to attack the conference first, or do you want to talk about just the NBA Finals in general in terms of what really finals. excites you in the future? Yeah. All right, so, Ryan, yeah. let, let me see what you got for the, the finals market. Well, you see, okay, so obviously there's been some line movement because Tons. Milwaukee finally getting a little bit of respect. I, I still think the Nets 6-1 to one plus 600 is a sucker bet. I mean, right now they're the eighth seed and they have the second best title odds, and I get the regular season for the Nets. doesn't really matter. I get, obviously, that it's a new roster because they began the season with Harden, Kyrie, and KD, and now they're just waiting to see if Ben Simmons is going to get in playoff shape and be out there. Um, but still 6-1. to one. You saw it last night. Giannis has beat KD head-to-head the last five matchups, man. Giannis is the best player on the planet. I don't know why people aren't paying attention. He should be the MVP of the league. Yeah. Jokic has been great, but and if you take Jokic, obviously, out of Denver, uh, they're probably the 13th seed. They're, they're not in the playoffs, but they're the 6th seed. When's the last time a guy won an MVP and his team was, what, the 5th or 6th seed in the Western Conference? So I think it should be Giannis. Um, but the thing that I caught, caught my eye, I should say, uh, the Clippers went from 66-1 to to 50-1. to and Paul George is back. He didn't play in overtime last night. He's still on a minutes restriction. Let's just say maybe they get Kawhi back, even if it's in the second round. Yeah. That's a decent price, and it continues they to go down. Said, they also said there's a possibility that they could get Norm Powell back. Yeah, and that would be as huge well. as well. Um, so for me, I love the Bucks at 6-1. to one. I played the Suns earlier, 5-1. to one. That's all the way down to 3-1. to one. The other team, obviously, you know I'm really high on is Boston, but we have to wait and see if Robert Williams is going to be back for the second round because if he's not – they're in trouble against Philadelphia if yeah. they see them in a playoff series because who's stopping Embiid? Nobody. And, who, and if they go uh, – and if they have to see Milwaukee, you know, Milwaukee probably wins that one in six. So I like Boston and Milwaukee in the East. Yeah, can you imagine Daniel Tice trying to defend Giannis? Brooke Lopez and Giannis? Or Brooke Lopez, no. yeah, exactly. I mean, and it's then, just barbecue chicken. Wouldn't go well at all. And then the other team, I guess, you know, that keeps creeping up is the Grizzlies. They're 16-1 to 1 in the West. 
What about you guys? I think, honestly, the value for me, and you're 100% right, uh, Ryan, about the Bucks get, not getting enough respect because what we saw last night is when they want to turn it on, defensively, they are stifling. In a huge week, they beat Philadelphia in the way that they won those games, too. Absolutely. Yeah. They're showing that they can come back from large deficits, which I think is something that they get accused of being front runners a lot. Yeah. Um, when they go down, they stay down, and they don't. Like, Giannis has shown that he is excited about hitting free throws down the stretch. It was a totally different game than what it was last year. He's not afraid anymore. He's excited about doing that. He said, so step back. He's hitting step. <laughs> he said, I don't want to just run and dunk anymore. Like, I'm glad yeah, that I'm Yeah, take leading. that, James Harden. Take that. Take oh, I that. Love, that was, that that was, was awesome, by the way. Yeah, yeah that was towards awesome. Him. Yeah. Um, so I like plus 600. I already have a Bucks plus 900 That's in my good. ticket that I took preseason. So I'm on the Bucks. I love the Bucks. Um, the value for me is no longer, and I have the Heat plus 2,500 in my pocket already, but. The, the value for me is still on the Grizzlies. I know that Brian Windhorst and the rest of these NBA um, pundits would say, oh, well, can they win without Jaw? Have they beaten good teams without Jaw? They They're absolutely 20 and have. 22, aren't they, without Jaw? 20 and 2 without Jaw, but they've actually beaten real deal teams. They beat the Bucks and they beat the Suns. So this is a team that's that's built to go deep without Jaw, and I think that they're just resting him because of that knee swelling. So I like them plus 1,600. Um, that was just plus 2,500 not that long ago. Yeah. Um, and they're going to be two in the in the West. Uh, I think that that's very favorable for them. And I feel like a lot of the other teams outside of Phoenix are very, very vulnerable when you look at Golden State with all their injuries. Utah, how old they are, how bad they are on the perimeter. Uh, Denver, how they've obviously given up huge leads. Who knows if they're going to get back Michael Porter Jr. or they're going to get Jamal Murray. Yeah. They've said it's less and less likely by the day. I think Dallas is the only other one that I kind of trust. So for me, it's got to be the Grizzlies at 16-1. Yeah, the Grizzlies at 16-1 is the, the biggest thing on the board for me. I mean, my eyes just keep going to it because, like you said, just said, Tristan, the West is so vulnerable. And when we talk about Memphis and how good they are without John Morant, let's not just – forget how good they are with John Morant. I mean, this is a team that only has 23 losses on the season. So right. it's not like when John Morant is The in the back. league against the spread. That's too. what I'm yeah. saying. So they cover. They're always going to compete. And it's something about them. Even though they do have youth, they have an identity about them and a culture within that organization that is just all about literally grit and grind. They want to take it at everybody's neck. They want to show up and show out. Like they, they're The moment is never too big for them. So I like the Grizzlies right there, 16-1. I'm going to play them uh, before that line moves anymore because one thing that you can see is, like, let's say John Morant do, does go down in the postseason. We've seen star players go down in the postseason, and teams start to fall apart. We saw the Atlanta Hawks last year where when Trey Young went down, we're looking at John Collins like, yo, Collins, you're getting paid all this money. You're a Supermax guy, right? Or you're a Max Contra guy. Go out there and get a bucket. And he couldn't get a bucket. What you see from the Grizzlies is when Ja goes down, they still function like a well-oiled machine, which is why even if everybody in their second unit is depleted and Ja's not playing, I'm still not betting against them because they just go out there. And even like the, the regular random guys are going out there and getting buckets. Yeah. I love them on this board. The Bucks still sitting there at 6-1. to one. Defending I mean, champs. I mean, come on. They're the defending champions. Like, I, we had to explain what defending meant last night to the and, listenership. And because also, they didn't, these, are, these are the champions already. Like, right. they have it in their possession What currently. do they need and regular really, season the, wins for? Well, well, the that's other what, thing that's is, what they've been operating as all season long. They don't need them. And the other thing is, okay, so the championship hangover was real for them because they played late into the summer, obviously, with the schedule. And then right after, uh, Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday had to fly out and go to the Olympics, to so they right played away. even more basketball. Then Brooke Lopez had that uh, Brooke back Lopez, injury. Yeah, and he finally came back literally just a month ago. And also, they're just starting to figure out their rotations because the roster looks a lot different than it did the first couple months of the season. Remember, no, Boogie Cousins was on. Yeah, yeah Dante yeah. Vincenzo's gone. Pat DeMarcus Connison. Cousins. So I think they're playing their best basketball right now. And I think Giannis, Giannis is the best player on the planet. Drew's one of the best on-ball defenders. Yeah. 
And last night they win that game even after Middleton was ejected. And you hear Middleton's comments after he's like, Giannis is the MVP of the league. Everybody's just bored. Yeah, everybody's yeah. just everybody's just bored. And that's one thing. They've been so consistent all year long. And what do we say? Like these past few games where their spreads against like real competitions have been one and a half, the Grizzlies, the 76ers, I the I can't Nets. believe I bet against them last the night. The books keep giving us the Bucks as underdogs. And what has Giannis done? Thirty points against the Grizzlies, eleven rebounds, four assists, some light with four blocks. Against the 76ers, against Joel Embiid, your MVP, is this your king? 40 points on 16 for 24 shooting, 14 rebounds, 6 assists, 1 steal, and 3 blocks. He right. gets it done. And then last night, without Chris Middleton, he still goes out there and gets it done 44-piece. And reminder for the people that love Giannis, and you're, but you're a little fatigued on trying to bet him for MVP, this is a guy that has such a short memory. He was 0 for 3 from downtown before the snatchback 3-pointer over a big like himself to send that game to overtime, essentially. Like, he still knocked it down. Right. 44 points, 14 rebounds, 6 assists, and 1 steal. They just get better. And no other team is, like, as healthy as them. Like, you're looking at other teams. Yeah. Like, look at the Sixers. They're trying to work out chemistry issues. Does James Harden and Embiid, do they work together? Because since James Harden has been there, his points per game have gone down every single month. So have his assists. The team's offense has gone up 4 points per game. But the defense has decreased four points per game and allowing more points. They're just they're just too iffy for me. And losing a guy like Seth Curry, losing a guy like Andre Drummond, you have lost the depth that kind of made right. your I team good when you have nine to beat trade. minutes. I, I think so. I think we we saw Harden when he was at his best. Yeah. And they make an incredible duo when he is at an elite level. But I asked Ryan if he had seen this. But, you know, James Harden was elite at his blow-by percentage. He went from 91% blow-by percentage to like I saw that when Wendy was talking about drop that. off the off the what is it like now like thirty percent twenty five percent blow by and like in the 59 percent tower yeah, or whatever it's very low it's lower now and what's funny though is that night when I saw I was in the gym when Wendy was on ESPN he was talking about the blow by percentage and then we came in and did the show and I was like might be a night to take James Harden's over and that's the night that James Harden yeah. came out there and was cooking and Embiid was like nowhere to be found like it's like Embiid and gets Embiid I mean Joel I'm not Joel not Embiid it's like James Harden can get up for these big-time moments, but can it be consistent? And can you also and consistently it do it in the I'm postseason? Out, I'm out on Philadelphia, I'm guys. out on Philadelphia. We're out. I think we're all out as a show. And I love – and you know me. When it went down, who was the one that was advocating? Like, I don't know, James Harden still might have some in the tank. Me and you guys yeah, have I mean, a lot of arguments about yeah, that. And I'm did. like, I still like James Harden, but he's not he's not doing me any favors right now. I, so I can't. I can't back him. 9-1 right now, I bet MGM to win it all. I got a kick out of it when they were – what were they? They started 4-0 after acquiring Harden, but they played the Knicks twice. They, they played the Magic in that yeah. in that little run there. So um, And didn't they go all the way to like four, plus 450? Yeah, Like right when that oh, trade yeah. went down, everyone yeah. was like so excited. That's the most excitement we're ever going to get for the Sixers is literally the day that the trade Who? went down before he was ever there. No, that three, really quick. I, no the three and those three and no. That's what it was. Like everybody's like, ooh, this team is dangerous. Mm -hmm. So four and no. This and they were down, by the way, they were down to the Who? Knicks. Who would you guys rather play in the East? The 76ers, nine to one, or would you rather or who do you trust more, I should say? Philly uh, nine to one or the Heat, eleven to one. Because I'd rather play the Heat. I think the Heat because we saw what the Heat can do. Like I think Kyle Lowry coach, is well, I mean, Yes. Yeah. I think Kyle Lowry will be the guy that they try to go to uh in a high-leverage get-a-bucket situation, and we saw that he did do it against the Celtics, and the Celtics are a different team. Oh, I just smelled something in the yes, air. Yes, yes, uh, yes. And in the, the Celtics air. are a little bit of a different team without Robert Williams, but we saw what they can be when they're clicking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to have to side with the Heat in that question just because they also have been the most consistent team. But they do have a blow-up, and I am concerned about that.